Hello, this is Eric Suddeth with Dream Chasers, the dreamer in all of us. This episode and some in the future are going to be a little different. It's not just going to be talking into the void to you who may be listening. It's going to be a conversation. It's going to be a dialogue. It's going to be an interview of other people who have taken that step out and started following the dreams that God had given them. So I hope you find some encouragement, some inspiration, something that will lead you to believe that anything is possible. So I would like to introduce to you Paxton Pritchett. Thank you, and I hope you find some inspiration in these words. Hello, I am with Paxton Pritchett, and he has been someone that I have known for a couple years now, and I just wanted to introduce him for the rest of you all, because I just feel like listening to people's stories will encourage you and lift you up and also maybe cause you to consider being a dream chaser and following whatever passion, dream, go that you have. So, Paxton, what do you think is a dream chaser? Oh, man. I mean, I don't want to be that guy and say it's just a guy who chases dreams, but I mean, like, yeah, this is probably a dream chaser is someone though who actually chases his dreams. Like, you know, a lot of us have dreams, but I think that we want to talk about dream chasing. It's the guy that actually gets up and does it. The guy who chases it actually, instead of just has a dream. Cause we all have dreams. We all have, mm-hmm. or some of us just have wishful thinking. Like, yes. well, I would enjoy to do that profession. I would, okay, making a podcast that might be fun, but then you have the people that actually think I would love to start a podcast. I would love to own a business or start a business. I would love to work in this ministry and show people Christ's love. Mm-hmm. And then there are people that are like, oh, that might be kind of fun. <laughs> and so dream chasers actually pursue their dream instead of just have a dream. I, I hear people all the time that always says, well, I want to write a book, but they never do start to write the book. And so I'm always encouraging people when they do start to write the book, I'm like, you're already like 99% more yeah. into it than anybody else. And then it's like that 0.1% is like actually finishing it. Like, yeah. I feel like my big so, thing is like my wishful thinking is that I just start typing something on my computer and then I'm like, I forget about it. <laughs> like <laughs> 10 months later, oh, I wrote that. My bad. So would you consider yourself a dream chaser? I would. I mean, I obviously wouldn't call myself perfect at it, but I've all my life loved dreaming up of things and for... We love that podcast, which I assume we'll talk about at some mm-hmm. point. The podcast that we started, uh, that was the first every time, though, so that I just jumped out and did it. So I'd call myself a new dream chaser, a freshman to it. A new one, but you're actually doing. That's the yes, important thing. that is. Because really I think you really nailed it that so many people, they have these dreams, but they're not chasing, they're right. not doing. And I think that is a crucial point where you yeah. have to take that step of faith. You have to jump out of the boat. Yeah. To really do it. Takes it out of just the dream stage, so to mm-hmm. speak. Or even more of the wishful thinking stage into the dream stage. And then from there, you take it out and produce it. You actually mm-hmm. get your hands dirty and mm-hmm. make it. And passionately make it, yeah. So tell me your story. I know that you have a podcast. Yeah. So tell me more about that. So I think that for my story, I've always been Yeah, yeah. Guy. Tell me your story from the yeah. beginning. So I was born in a hospital. <laughs> November 2001. But I assume you don't want to know all that. Well, you might not want to tell all your details because yeah. people can steal people's identity. We know 
I was not born in a hospital in November 2001. That was all a lie, allegedly, or something. So, yeah, my story, uh, I've always been a kid that loves to kind of dream. I've always had my head in the sky, so to speak. Like, all of my free time as a kid growing up was usually spent, my mentally free time, you know, and sometimes when I do school, was spent, you know, thinking of movie ideas, TV show ideas, book ideas. Just That's just always what interested me. I've always loved thinking about ideas and stories and all of that. Even, even radio show or podcast ideas growing up. That's what I do when I mow the grass or when I... Anything, really. Like, that's just what I do in my free time. Mm-hmm. And like even whenever me and my brother play with Legos, we wouldn't just build stuff with Legos. We'd pretend we're playing this epic adventure, you know, build these great stories out of it. And we, we still reminisce about those stories we played and goof off and yep. laugh about it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. like, we love that podcast, you know. I was, like, 19 years old, and it's like, okay, you want to oh, actually... That was such a long time ago. I know, right? I'm such an old man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, like, you know, it's like... Actually, you want to do something. Like, you've had all these ideas in your mind forever. You want to actually now step out and do something. Make it more than just a dream or make it even more than just the wishful thinking and mm-hmm. being imaginative. But you want to actually have a dream and pursue it. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, We Love That Podcast is really the first big thing that stepped out and started pursuing. Had that idea for about – I mean, I've, I've, wanted, I've wanted to do a podcast for about two or three years now. It's always a dream to have this certain group of friends together to do it. Mm-hmm. And then one of the big things for We Love That Podcast is we love goofing off and being in what we call comedy rages. And putting that we put that in the show, and my brother was like, let's just call it We Love That Podcast. Because we love to say we love this, we love that, mm-hmm. and all that. So yeah, that's, that's kind of my story when it comes to dreaming. It's like kind of a freshman dreamer, just jumped off with We Love That Podcast. Yeah. So for new people... How would you explain, describe, we love that podcast? Okay. Can't take us too seriously. It's the first thing. <laughs> but I'd say we love that podcast is an entertain <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Entertainment news and opinion show about the things we love. So we love goofing off and talking about the latest news in Star Wars, Marvel, Halo. I love Halo. And Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings. We love just nerding out, goofing off, and talking about the latest news and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's just a place where we don't really, it's not really a news show, more of an opinion show where we just enjoy it, kick back, relax, and discuss these awesome new information about those stuff, like when they announce a new movie, mm-hmm. new Marvel movie, or we re- review a new Marvel movie, things like that. Mm-hmm. That's really kind of the basis of what the show is. We also like to have interviews on it and we just like to have fun on there. Mm-hmm. So how did you feel whenever you were first, when you first thought of your dream or your passion? Oh. Like, how did you feel? Because I think most people who's never been, who understand, they don't get the feeling. So how so, did you feel? Let's see. I mean, I can't think of really the time whenever we love that podcast first hit me. It's kind of like one of those evolving things. Like, mm-hmm. It just first started, well, if we did a radio show or like a podcast type thing, and then it moves on. But as for like doing We Love That Podcast, when you're actually serious about doing it, I mean, it's a little scary, the thought of, oh, wait, you're actually going to release this. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, like with dreams, and I think this is true with just people who are artistic and have those, like ex- want to express themselves creatively, you just, you get excited about it. It gets you, things you're passionate about like that. You have this story or this podcast you want to make. And your mind just runs free with it and you think of all these fun stuff about it. So it's obviously a little scary because you're actually doing it. But then it's also 
it's exciting. You love thinking about it. I always love talking to people who are pursuing their dreams yeah. because I don't know, you can't, you might not see, but people just light up whenever yes. they start talking about it. I love when, it. When you, when you have those communications, up. those dialogues over coffee, and you see them just, they're sipping coffee, and right when you ask, well, what are you writing about? And all of a sudden, you just see, they just smile, and they're like, oh my goodness, the, this happened. Like and they found a pot of gold. Yes. It's like, there is a feeling. I always say it's like a brainstorming session, that whenever you brainstorm, anything is possible. Yeah. And whenever you're dreaming and you're thinking of your dreams, it's like you get them to that point where it's like, oh my goodness, this is actually possible. And it gives you those butterfly feelings yeah. that you're nervous and exciting and anything is possible. Totally. Now I have to say though, why did you bring up coffee? Because you know you hate coffee. I know, but I'm, I don't drink coffee very <laughs> often, but that's where people always like to meet. So whenever I'm meeting other people... Yeah. You're not the only one I talk to. What? I know. Crazy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There's a whole circle of people who nice. want to pursue dreams. Totally. So do you think God gave you your dream or your passion? So I think that's like one of those funny paradoxes because if you ever listen to We Love That Podcast, you're thinking to yourself, that's like the total, it's so shallow and goofy, you know. The point of it is to be goofy, but I firmly believe that as Christians, as children of God, God is deeply and intimately involved in each of our lives. You know, whenever you have a dream in your heart, God wants to be a part of it. In fact, one of the coolest things about the Christian life, in my opinion, is the heart. So whenever you ask Jesus into your heart, he does more than just come into your heart. He gives you a new heart that he lives inside. It says the love of God has been poured into our heart. So now we have a place to love others from. That's from the heart. So he's written his laws on our heart. And it basically, what comes with that is desires. God's put his desires that he wants you to have in your heart. And obviously, that doesn't mean anytime you feel a feeling that comes from God necessarily, but that means there's some true and beautiful desires that God has put into your heart, including people to love. And also, I believe it includes dreams. God puts dreams into your hearts. That doesn't mean every dream you have is from God. Some dreams are really bad, you know. There have been a lot of bad dreamers out there, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. But I think some dreams come from God. And, well, with We Love That Podcast, I want to say that I've loved keeping God in it every step. Like, I've had multiple conversations with Jesus. It's like just talking to him about it. And that's what I'd recommend to anyone who has a dream. God's interested in it. You know, we might think that God's just, eh, you know, like he might care about me going to church on Sunday. But... He really doesn't care about my thought life, doesn't care about the dreams that I have and my, <coughs> excuse me, aspirations and passions, but he does. He deeply cares about them because he deeply cares about you and he wants to hear about them. So just praying, hey God, I'm thinking about doing this podcast called We Love That Podcast. What do you think about it? You like it? And so yeah, God plays a very deep role in our dreams. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes he gives them those, he gives us the dreams and even when we mess up at it though, God still works it together for his good. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very important point because you're saying that this is podcast is just really shallow. It very, is like, but it, the thing is, God can use that. Right? God can open that door for people who's never even would walk into a church. 
right. listen to the podcast, and who knows? Every once in a while, you do have people who's on there who talks about different faith, right. like your yeah. old youth minister. Yeah. He was on there, singer songwriter, and so so yeah, you have other people who right. kind of sprinkle in. Sometimes there are ways so, that we never know. We'll never know how God uses mm-hmm. it, but He promises all things work together for good to those who love God, which that's us. Mm-hmm. Christians to those who are called according to his purpose so mm-hmm. he will use it and he he's interested in it so yeah. like talk to Jesus about it like I always think that any dream that you have God gives it I truly believe yeah. that God gives dreams and there's a writer that she wrote a book I always must I don't even know how to say her last name it's Madeline if you try La Angel La Angel L apostrophe E-N-G-L-E she wrote mm. Wrinkle in Time. Oh, which yeah, is, Wrinkle and, in Time. I've never read it. She, my brother but she book. wrote a book called Walking on Water Reflections on Art. And she said that possibly every single bit of art, even though it's not Christian art, is somehow ordained from God you know? because God gave them some type of idea. No, I but, didn't read that but book. But <laughs> there. Like, you might say, oh, some rappers, like Eminem, he's not yeah. Christian, but what if he, what if God gave him that ability and he twisted it right. into I mean, a non-godly way? And I think we... Like, we some of the art that you see that, right. that God gives people with the talents and oh, skills yes. and they distort it. So, so, God has a very deep care about each of us, mm-hmm. like, even the people that don't like him or love him. And he's given us all gifts, and I think we... Don't give God enough credit for how interested he is in our lives. He's interested in the gifts that he's given you. He's interested in your desires, your dreams. He wants to hear about them. Like, talk to him about it. There's an amazing Bible verse that says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks. That doesn't mean you have to pray every single second of the day, but Mm -hmm. it means have a constant life talking to God. Walk with God. Tell him about your fears about your dreams and your concerns about it. Maybe they're dreams he put in your heart. Like, mm-hmm. keep him in the loop about it. He wants to be there. Since you're bringing that up, do you think that if you have a dream, you have a, a skill, a talent, a passion, but yet you don't use it, do you think God can take that away? Like, that ability? Well, honestly... Like, quench the spirit, some people I say? I have never thought about that before. I mean, I guess I guess he could if he wanted to, but mm-hmm. I've honestly never been really too much in my thought life for her life. I've just, sometimes I just wonder, I'm like, because I know that if I look back in my life, there's things that I have would participate or yeah. enjoy whenever I was younger, but I didn't really pursue it. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm older, I don't really enjoy that. Right. So it's like... It could be. Could it be that since I was, wasn't using it, that he took it away because it says that God blesses and he just wants to pour out. But if you, I know that it mentions in the Bible mm-hmm. that if you don't follow, just like with the parable of the talents, if you don't use it. Right. You, what I what so. I love about the parable of the talents is that the... And it's uh, not talents, people. Right. It's talents. not talents. Talents, apparently. <laughs> now, it's a pretty great metaphor, it feels like. Because, but when they mean talent, they mean money. Yes. I mean, but I, but I it can be used much. in all aspects of but, Yeah, I mean, it also works with your talents. Yes. I think, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think so. You know, this guy, the guy who did nothing with his talent, with his money, that is, mm-hmm. he buried it. But he buried it because he was afraid mm-hmm. of God. He was afraid of mm-hmm. his master, and that just shows that fear. Like when we come in those forks in the road of life to make decisions, or when we have a dream in our heart to do the dream, to not do the dream, like fear plays such a big role, and we don't even realize it sometimes. But sometimes you gotta jump, you gotta take the leap of faith, as they say. And jump past the fear 
even though you'll still fear the fear, mm-hmm. you'll still feel, I mean, the fear, you just got to keep walking. So what caused you to jump then? Well, What think- made you the exception from everybody else who always says, I want to do a podcast? Because I've talked to many other people who have always, who have mentioned, you know, I want to do a podcast. And that was five years ago. And I know they're still not doing well, a podcast. I think I had the desire and I... I I just did it like it's uh, it's 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 like uh, what you know Yoda says in Star Wars: do or do not. There is no try. Like you're either going to do the podcast or you're not going to do it. So, mm-hmm. like, it's gonna you're gonna be at the fork in the road. And this is something I believe God's been teaching me a lot of here lately. But like you know, when we come to those forks in the road to do it to not do it. A lot of times we just sit in the middle. We take the fork and start eating something, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. But. You just got to do it. You got to jump. Like, you can mm-hmm. be on the the edge of the diving board. Mm-hmm. You just got to jump. And I'd say for me, it's just, I guess I jumped. <laughs> like, and I've enjoyed it since so, then. So was it easy to jump? Well, I mean. Did you, did you say that? Did, because I know that sometimes I talk about how it's okay to set if you're thinking about it and processing what you're right. going to do. Like, did you, did you think about it for a while before I you did, jumped? I did. I've always, excuse me, I've always been hesitant. I'm kind of a hesitant guy, but I think that's probably just a fleshly thing in some ways. Might be also some good in it, but, so I was pretty kind of, I was kind of scared to start a podcast because, you know, you're getting your name out there. Like, once something goes on the internet, like once this episode of Dream Chasers goes on the internet, it can't be taken back. I mean, be on forever. I know, like you could delete it. You know, like, let's say you listen to it, you're like, dang. That was not good at all. And you delete it, but it's still on there, like, you know, and that's kind of scared. Like, just that little, like, I have no plan to run for office. But then the thought comes to your head, mm-hmm. like, well, what if you went, like, some big career and someone brings up this past thing, you know? Like, it's kind of scary since it's out there for good. And I've mm-hmm. had one or two people bring that up. And it's a legitimate concern, but I thought it was worth it. Mm-hmm. It was worth the risk. You know, obviously, I don't want to try to make a fool of myself on the podcast in a, in a bad way. I mean, it's kind mm-hmm. of a silly podcast, but... No, you know, just, no, I don't. It is not a silly it. podcast. It's a funny so, podcast, I hope. So, how, so is that how you felt when you stepped out? Fear yeah. was it like all kinds of it was, emotions? It was multiple Co- emotions. Like I had the passion to do it, but I also had the fear. But I just went ahead and did it. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just got to go ahead and jump. You know. So did you think you were crazy at first doing it? Well, I'd say a little, a little crazy. I mean. It's a podcast, and not just that, but it's a, it's a funny podcast. Like the point of it isn't to be serious, so you have to kind of express yourself on it differently than if you're doing this deep, kind of different than what, how we're talking right now. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a little nervous. Like, will people think of this? Mm-hmm. I think the enemy tries to beat you up and say you're only doing this just to get popular or mm-hmm. something, which is not the case. Because but, you're so not popular. Oh no, I'm such a dope. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Eric's mean sometimes, just to let you know. I'm not mean, I'm honest. There's a difference. I'm you sorry be, if honesty... You can be mean in the honesty. You know, like... Well, if you take it as mean, that's just your problem. I no. guess it could be. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> so did other people think you were crazy for stepping out? I think one or two people, like I said, like those people that's like, are you sure you really want to do this? Mm-hmm. It makes you kind of second guess a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that they thought I was crazy, but... You know, like, it was kind of like, are you sure you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Probably thinking out for my best interest. Yeah. And obviously you should. You need to evaluate your dreams. Like, whenever a first thought comes into your head, you don't need to just jump for it. You need to think about it, pray about it, keep God in the loop and say, God, is this 
a good idea, you know, because mm-hmm. things have consequences. So you always mm-hmm. do have to remember that there are consequences to everything, and you have to use wisdom with it. I totally agree with that because I know that any time I release a book, it goes through a lengthy process right. of. I let various people read it first, and then if they give me a thumbs you up, you thumbs have certain down, books you've written that you've never released. Yeah, before. because you edit, I'm, you, yeah, you I'm still, I'm still thinking. I don't know if it's good enough to release. Right. But then whenever I get to that point that oh, I like the story, then I let other people read it. Yeah. And then if they give me the thumbs up, thumbs down, it's like, okay, I. So yeah, you need that critique process because we all think that we're great sometimes, I and know, it's really right? not like, great. Sometimes you have like what what seems like the greatest idea on the planet. And then you share it out loud. And as you're speaking out loud, you're like, this wasn't as good as I thought. <laughs> well, I do that yeah. with book ideas. That I do not start writing a book until after I've thought about it for like six months to a year. Because if I think, if I still like it after that long of time. Yeah, I mean, that's then a pretty it's good still, idea. I it is still a good, that. it's still a, if I like it after a year just thinking about it, hopefully somebody will like it enough to spend a week reading yeah, it. Yeah, or, or in my case, more like a month. Well, I, a I read them in a week. I know people can read it in a day, but, or, so, no. I've always been confused about the guy who could read a book in one day. Oh. I have never understood oh, that. my mom can read multiple books That was in my email, too. Wait, I, multiple? Yes. What? No. That's possible? No, no, I have family members that can read multiple books. Speed read. I don't get That's it. That's a superpower right there. <laughs> Takes me a month to Next read episode of your... Yeah, podcast. Podcast. The speed readers. Real. You got speed readers, like the Flash, but the bookworm. Yes. I, guess. I don't know if that would ever make a movie. Oh. Could you see Challenge a, a two-hour movie of somebody just reading and be like, done. Unless the person Mission has to look into history to find, like, there's this secret society that's been governing everything. or There's something weird, but he has to find all these details. I don't know. Eh, I can see that. Maybe possibly good. something. Maybe so what you has write a book about it? Uh, a book about someone speed reading, and you speed read the book. Yeah. See, I'm already thinking. I don't like that idea. <laughs> I let it sit a year. You'll come back to it. But yeah, probably. But I also did not think the idea of Survivor was a good idea. And you know how many seasons has that been on? Gotcha. So I'm not always the best at yeah. listening, and yeah, yeah. So what encouraged you to keep going, even though it was uncomfortable Ooh. for you at first? Well, well I kept, what caused you to do see episode two, man, episode three? I mean, you get your first episode in. It may not be perfect. I mean, our first episode, there were many uh, technical things that I would have changed. But you got to keep it going. Like, you have to – one episode won't decide how great or how eh of a show it's going to be. You just got to keep doing it for a little bit. Like, for We Love That Podcast, the idea was let's just do it for a summer. Let's make this be a summer podcast. I, I told the co-hosts that – you know, if you don't want to do this after the summer, it's all right. We're just going to kind of like your quote-unquote contract, if there was one, last for the summer. Like, that's what – we'll just let it be a summer thing. But – and you have to have that time of releasing stuff and being like, okay, I like this. This is mm-hmm. fun. This is worth doing. This is worth continuing on to the fall and to the spring and now until now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you have to have time. You can't just, like, stop after one episode. Yeah. I, I think that's really important because if you're uh, – if listener is writing a story, you can't just stop after chapter one. It might right. be like, uh, I don't like this, or I mean, you can always change it. You can always you can't stop it. after you can your first always, bad day. No, you got to keep on going. Yeah. And that I think that's the difference between someone who is just a dreamer and someone who is actually doing it. Dream chaser versus yes. a dreamer. Exactly. Yeah. So, what inspires you? 
Well, not just in podcasting world. It could be a podcast okay. world. Okay. What inspires you? So, for me, I've always thought of myself kind of as an artist, like someone who's artistic. And whenever you're artistic, when you see someone else doing something, it inspires you to want to do the same. Like, growing up watching movies, it makes you kind of wish you were a movie maker. So your mind starts turning about different movie ideas. Whenever you see someone being like a public speaker or comedian or a preacher or something like that, your mind starts spinning about ideas of what you would do if you were in that circumstance. Or reading a book, you begin to get inspired. And so I think seeing other people do that mm-hmm. really inspires me. And re- reading other books, watching movies, inspires you to kind of want to do the same. Mm-hmm. So is there specific people who inspire you? Well, you're going to hate me for saying this because mm-hmm. you're a pretty humble guy, but you're a pretty inspiring person. <laughs> I know, I know that's the last thing you want to hear on your podcast because you are like, I love that about you. You're not a self promoter, you know, like you don't, you're not like, look at me, I'm very excited. But Mm -hmm. I mean, you're definitely an inspiring person. And this will sound weird, but everyone needs his own Eric Sudden. Like, (laughs) you you, you definitely come along the way and helped me out with this podcast. You've listened to my conversations, whether great or silly, and you've helped. So, definitely people like you, people who are there for you and want you. I want the best for you and your dream. Those type of things inspire me a lot. Well, well, thank you. That's I'm sorry I had to make no, it awkward. That's, but I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking. I thought you were going to say other people, or because I remember the first time whenever we met at Cracker Barrel, right. we were talking about your ideas and yeah. It's it's, it's just really interesting to see the whole process yeah. because whenever you were first doing your episodes, I felt humbled that you asked me to listen to some of your first yeah. episodes and I mean, critique them. And, it's so important. And I had no idea about, so I, my thing was just like, hey, good job, good job. Like, yeah. I'm always saying I'm the cheerleader and I would yeah. try to give some critique, but when yeah. people give me their books, I'm not an editor. I'm yeah. not, I'm just somebody who'd be like, way to go. Good yeah. job. You finished and it. Do you feel good with also, it? Yeah, it's important to have someone that, a fellow dreamer, a fellow mm-hmm. artist or cre- creative person. Like, because some of you, you just hit it off well together. So, like, I would give the audience, everyone listening, I tell you that find someone that you can share your ideas with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not someone's going to steal them or anything, but like just someone who's been there before and who, ha- who thinks similarly to you. And let, let them just hear your ideas, you mm-hmm. know, they'll be honest with you, hopefully. No. No, I, I think it's really important to have that community yes. that you can bounce ideas off. Because, yeah, I know there's – I always have these book ideas or different things in my head. And then, like, I would tell you, yeah. like, hey, I'm thinking of this. I wrote this book. And I remember you saying, oh, that was a really cool idea. Yeah, so now I – mean, You, you the, have some really the, cool ideas. The, the Wonderlings or yeah. Wonderers or – I can't – I'm still trying to oh, work man, on that what title. What was the title I liked a lot? The, but – one. I like the... But, but it's Wonder yeah. with W-U-N. Like, yeah. I like that spelling, like the Wonder Kind. That somebody book, who I is, did, if you ever release it, like, that was like... Don't, don't spoil you, it. I won't spoil because, it. Because, Everyone dies at the end. No, I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. But it was, it was one of those book ideas that when you told me that, I'm like, whoa. Because you've never read the book. Just no, whenever I, whenever just, I would just tell you the premise. Yeah, I was like, dang, that's... Wow. So I have sent that wow. off to my editor. You have? I have submitted it it's off. It's got to so be a Halloween release, man. I know, release but, this October. But I'm hoping to get Saul and Dreams 4 out. Oh. So, yeah. Gotcha. Try to, so, yeah, all these ideas. Not okay. enough time. But enough about me. So, but I, but thank you for the compliment. Oh. I, I really, because I always say that if somebody inspires you, the person who knows – 
they don't know. Right. They and don't. I, I remember there was a, a sermon a few years ago, well, probably many years ago, about the lollipop moment, how people do I things. Have a I'm raising my hand with yes. the lollipop moment. Well, that's the thing that there was this message, and it was this guy, and he was in college, and he was just going through the line, and he was giving lollipops to people okay. in line, and he was just talking to them. He was just giving a lollipop. Six months down the road, a year down the road, so many years down the road, this person came to him and was like, you gave me a lollipop, and I was having the worst day of my life. Yeah. I just want to say thank you. And the guy was like, I didn't. I was just doing. But it just all these I mean, connections that people don't know. Yeah, man. One of but the, that little that little moment, that little moment yeah. caused her world to totally change. She said, after that moment, my life, I was like, no. That's awesome. And so if you don't tell somebody that you care about right. them, you hear and so many drastic stories about suicide. Right. Like somebody takes their life and then you go to the funeral and you see all their loved ones and they're right. telling stories about how great they are. It's like people need to know that. They need to know. Like, tell them. Yeah, tell them people that you appreciate them a lot. Mm-hmm. Like. It's so important to live life other-centered. I like to mm-hmm. say that a lot. Other-centered. Mm-hmm. Where you're living life for, in part for what other people get out of it. Mm-hmm. Get out of it. That, that's what love is. To not, It's not selfish. It's promoting others and helping other people. Mm-hmm. And part of that would be listening to other people's book ideas. And part of that would be mm-hmm. encouraging them. Sometimes it's telling them that's not the best idea always. Like, you know, there's times for that. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it is giving a lollipop out. Yes. So I always like that idea. That's a really so, cool story. Is there a certain verse, Bible story, or book that inspires you? Because so, I take a lot of inspiration from b- the Bible. There's yes. lots of verses that whatever I'm going through, I can know that, hey, that's that's something that just triggers yes. a memory. I and mean, it, yeah. So what's what's a, something in the Bible that triggers so, you? The Bible is amazing. It's like it's the way God reveals himself to us. And I love the verse in the Bible that we said rejoice always pray without ceasing in everything give thanks talks about you know always having joy that even Mm -hmm. comes in the dark situations the holy spirit provides joy Mm -hmm. but pray without ceasing god is the god that doesn't just want to hear from you every once in a while you know if we only knew how close god was to us he lives inside our very body like that's that's crazy he calls us one spirit with him so when you go to starbucks in the morning before work Jesus goes to Starbucks with you. When you go to work, Jesus goes to work with you. When you write your book and you're dreaming up a storm of some awesome ideas for a new book, Jesus is there with you doing it mm-hmm. and just talking to him. I love those verses like we talked about, I'm with you always even to the end of the age, Jesus says, or I'll never leave you or forsake you, or how Jesus is in me, Christ in me, the hope of glory. How Jesus is with you always. He like wherever you go and he wants to be a part of your life you know Mm -hmm. there's only two ways to live life by the flesh or by the spirit by the flesh is when we pretend jesus doesn't live in us and we start going a different way but by the spirit is like we're doing it with god all of you's writing that book and jesus is your inspiration and jesus is your well he's your yeah your influence and he's with you doing it with you Mm -hmm. and and i think so often when we think just like how pray without ceasing. Yeah. That we, that I know that a lot of people think, oh, I'm supposed to be saying all the words. Yeah. But the oh, way no, that you're no, making it sound no, like it's a like, dialogue. It's a, yeah, it's a dialogue. Like a, it's a relationship. Like I think that Jesus speaks to us a lot more than we give him credit for. He, mm-hmm. he's constantly talking to us, 
and we get the privilege to talk to him. Like, mm-hmm. he's not a God that you have to have the fluffy words. I mean, obviously, you should be respectful. Love love respects. But and because you love him, you, you, you respect him. But it doesn't mean to always have the these and thous. I mean, you can if you want to. That's awesome. But it's about talking and being honest mm-hmm. with the one who is truth. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to someone who is listening to encourage them? Man, I guess the thing that's been said all along, I'd say keep Jesus involved. Like you have this awesome dream in your heart. Talk to Jesus about it. Say, hey, God, I have this idea for a podcast. I have this idea for a ministry to start. Did you put that in me? What do you think about this? And keep Jesus in the loop and know that he's with you every step of the way. And obviously, well, yeah, I'd say jump, you know. If you've talked to people about it, if you've had the wisdom, you pray for wisdom. James says, you know, pray for wisdom. God will give it. If you if you pray by faith, just jump. Like, you know, when if you believe by wisdom, Jesus and love and all of that, you know, nothing wrong with jumping. Don't just stick at the fork in the road. Obviously, there's a. it's good to wait patiently, but sometimes the wait's over. It's time to jump, time to actually go one of the directions. So often I hear people saying, oh, I'm praying about something, I'm praying about yeah, something. Yeah, I've done and, that myself. And I'm always like, well, you know, you can move while you're praying. Yeah. There's a there's a time to be still, but then yeah. there's a time Sometimes to... Sometimes we try to keep that still moment going, like, I'm not in the mood to move, God. Yes. But he's like, I got a different plan. Mm-hmm. So, are you still dreaming of other things to come? Or would you say that podcasting is all there is for you? Or I mean, I would say, I definitely say I, I, I love thinking of other things. Like, I would love to start a blog. I don't, I'm still praying about that. <laughs> we just said, talk mm-hmm. about that. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'd love to start a blog, honestly. And no matter what I do in life, I want to do it in kind of a dream-chasing way. Like, I want to do a job that I'm passionate about. I want to want to, I'd love to step out and be creative in other ways. Like I'd love to, yeah, write some more. I'd love to keep doing this podcast. There's there's another podcast idea in my mind that I've been thinking about and I don't think now's the time in my life to start doing it, mm-hmm. but eventually I think I'd love to do it. So yeah, I'd say that we love that podcast, I think would be just the beginning. No, I think so often I think people always think, well, this is my dream and right. I only have one dream. But yeah. I think that's like putting God in a box. Right. Because God is a God of how many types of butterflies are there? There's like thousands oh, of Biology's types. Not of, my... Well, I'm just meaning there are thousands of types of butterflies. Right. There's not just one butterfly. I think there's like six thousand or Dang. there's so many or how many different types of answer are there's not just one wow. answer. God is oh, a yeah. God who creates so much. So for us to think that, oh well my job, my my passion, my yeah. the thing that God gave me is dream is podcasting yeah, but, podcast. but i think Sorry, that's podcast. there's so much right. more i love the I verse mean, in jeremiah where it's like for i know the plans right he didn't say it for i know the plan he says right. plans plural i mean and so i think yeah. that shows god has so much yes we can't put god in a box i mean no. he has multiple things he wants to do through you i mean he has multiple plans for you and yeah like keep dreaming and mm-hmm. multiple dreams might come out of it so do you think everyone can be a dream chaser? I'd say so. I think there there are dreams that everyone has. Obviously, not all dreams are good, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of dreams and ideas in us that we probably should think more about. And I think anyone, everyone could be a dream chaser because, you know, dreams, a lot of times we think of maybe as being artistic, like I'm starting a podcast, doing a blog, but 
I mean, maybe the dream is to start a business. Maybe the dream mm-hmm. is to start a coffee shop or a mom and pop shop of some sort. Maybe your dream is a ministry or church. You know, I mean, obviously the ultimate dream is like heaven and and sharing sharing Jesus to other people. That's a dream in some ways. But mm-hmm. I'd say in many ways, yeah, we're, we all can be dream chasers. I think because lately at church I attend, we've been talking about hope and how you have yes. to have the eternal hope, not the temporary hope. And I think that you just said something right then that you're looking toward heaven. Right. That, and I think so often we might think our dreams are just temporary. And some dreams could be temporary. And, but if, like I say in my book, what if we use our dreams, our passion, our skills to lead others to that ultimate, that to Jesus. And I think God wants to encompass and use our skills. Right in a way that will share his word, his love to the world. One thing about, you know, like temporal versus eternal is that really, you know, if there's only two ways to walk by the spirit or by the flesh, to do something with Jesus or without Jesus, that means anything can be spiritual or temporal. Like the idea Mm -hmm. of like a silly podcast, like a funny podcast. We love that podcast. You know, there can be some eternal benefit because Jesus, you know, keeping Jesus in the center. If you have a book idea, if you keep Jesus in the center, you keep him, you think about him, talk to him about it. This is that conversation you have with God. That's an eternal thing. Mm-hmm. And you're doing that with, and even though like, you know, someday God's going to come back, create a new heavens and new earth. The old world will pass away. Likely like, you know, we love that podcast. Every copy of it, it's going to pass away. Like it's not, it's temporal, but the the good that God, I pray, uses from it, whether it be, the friendship between the co-hosts or maybe if it somehow encourages a listener or something, there's going to be some eternal benefits from it. God uses all things together for good. Are you saying my books are not going to be in heaven, in heaven's library? And it would be cool if they were. I'm not saying that. I, mean, I, I, I don't know much about heaven, but like, what if you yeah, went I there and saw his dreams? I can't picture a, a library in heaven. Hey, maybe there is. But some know. people some people love to read, so there might be. Yeah. But yeah, I can't. I can't imagine my book being on the What's, shelf. Uh, that. The, what what the the darkest days on earth? <laughs> Jesus is reading it like yeah, that's not how it went. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's an awesome book. It's pretty cool. The story, the untold story of the darkest days. I am so sorry. You got the title wrong. At least I know what your podcast is. We like that podcast. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we love, love that, that podcast. podcast. Big <laughs> difference. Big difference. You see, I did that on purpose. You did, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I I'm forgot kidding. where I was going with. Man, that happens a lot of times to me. <laughs> so... So you think everybody can be a dream tracer, which I totally believe. Right. But they're just not acting on it. Yeah, a lot of people, kind of like when we began this conversation, you know, like we all have ideas wisping through our mind. The idea of, well, I think it'd be cool to be a podcaster. Or maybe you actually have a deep passion to be a podcaster or write a book or start a ministry. But there's a difference between you having those thoughts, which is awesome, and you acting on those thoughts, Mm -hmm. which is even more awesome. Mm -hmm. So I think we all have the potential to be, it'll look differently because yep. dreams come in different forms and molds, but it's still a dream and you can mm-hmm. still chase after it. Yes. Oh, I, 
I know what I was thinking of when oh, you yes. thought of all the yeah dreams don't have to be artistic in any way. Yeah, I mean, because I love being artistic, but it's more yeah. right. I mean, and you and it doesn't even have to be for profit or anything like right. that. There's people that I know that love to cook, and so I'm like, well, you God's giving you that ability. There's probably soup kitchens out there that could use you, mm. use your gifts in a way, yeah. or you never know about. The neighbor next door who might be going through cancer who doesn't have time to cook a meal. I'm like, use your skills, your passions in a way that you might not think it's anything, but here's a lollipop. Right. And that lollipop lollipop just trickles everything. Yes. So I'm like, and and I wish people saw that. I don't think they see the the wealth of their skills and they don't, the worth of themselves because Christ died for you. You're worth so much. And so so often we give ourselves so little value. Yes. And I, our skill so little value. Like, right. oh, well, anybody can make a batch of brownies. Anybody could teach my kids soccer. Anybody could do these. But Maybe God's put that on your heart. But, yeah, there's people, there's ministries for soccer. There's ministries, upward basketball. Yeah, upward you might basketball. just think that it's just teaching kids, but... You don't know what that kid's going to do right. 20 years from now. You don't know the eternal benefits that no. come from it, from the gifts God's given you. Yeah. Jeez. Like so often I hear people say, like when they're working in nursery, that they're just rocking babies. And they're like, well, you'll never see the benefit of it. You'll never reap what you've sowed. But I don't think that's, we're not supposed to. Right. Sometimes we might see. It's, it's an act of faith, you know. Yeah. You have to have faith. God's going to use all things together for good, even if. It's just rocking babies. Mm -hmm. There's some beautiful benefits that God's going to use from Mm -hmm. it. Yes. So that's what there. And so often I hear people say, well, my passion is this and that's nothing that God can't use that. That's hogwash. God uses all. I think that I think those are excuses people tell themselves Mm -hmm. not to put themselves in uncomfortable situations because it's so easy to say, well, God can't use my gift. But I think once you say God can't do something, that's not, yeah, I would never want to say that God can't do something. Because yeah. if God can raise the dead, he can absolutely use you yeah. for for whatever, even if it is something so minuscule that you think anybody can do it. Right. So what do you think God thinks of you stepping out? Well, it says that, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. So when you have faith that God's calling you to do something, when you have faith that he's placed a dream in your heart or that he wants you to pursue this certain thing, I mean, that God loves that. He loves when we pursue him and whenever he, through us, pursues dreams. Like when he put a dream in your heart, he loves that. He loves when we do, when we do those things. So I think God loves it when we, he sees us stepping out and pursuing him through this dream. If it's something he's put on your heart. Do you sometimes, because I go back to this story where Jesus is talking and all the little kids surround him and the disciples are like, oh, back away. Right. But I think so often when we come to Jesus, we come to him with our dreams just like little kids. Because I don't know, whenever I get in that state of dreaming and thinking of ideas, it's like you go back to your childlike state. Because if you ask a kid what they want to be, They'll be like, I want to be an astronaut, or I want to be a cop, or I want to change the world, be president of the United States. But if you ask somebody who's 20 years old, right. ask somebody who's 30 years old, they'll be like, mm. eh, I'm uh, such and such. Yes. It's all right. 
And so I think, so I think that when we come to God with our dreams, it's like that childlike faith. This very awesome person said something that's always stuck with me, and it's always be childlike but not childish. Like there's a certain Mm -hmm. sense of childlike wonder that God desires for us to have, and that He He gives to us whenever we fix our eyes on Him. You know, we're not supposed to be childish and be whiny, Mm -hmm. but to have that childlike faith, like you're talking about, like. I'll be an astronaut. I'd love mm-hmm. to be an astronaut. Like, adults might not think about that, but mm-hmm. a kid might think about that. Mm-hmm. If God's placed those dream in your heart, you know, it says come mm-hmm. to him like a child. Yes. Because I remember talking to a girl in Young Life a few years ago, and she she was, she was wants to go to NASA, and she wants to do that. So I was talking to her, I'm like, you chase after your dream. Right. You chase. Because so often the world will tell you, hey, you can't right. do that. Have That's, a typical job. Yes. Have a typical this or that. And... Sometimes I just want to shut the whole world out and just <laughs> no, be like, right. just focus on what God is telling you. But right. sometimes it's hard to listen, yeah. hard to do because it's sometimes people think you're crazy. <laughs> That's the truth. If you're doing if you're doing it right, people will not like you. Mm-hmm. You know, the world doesn't like Jesus at all. Mm-hmm. The world's run by the devil. So like, if you're chasing a dream that God's put on your heart, you know, a lot of times the world won't like it. Mm-hmm. So have you grown closer to God during this journey? I think that definitely as I get older, God is drawing me closer to him, so to speak, you know, and he's working all things together for his good and our good. So, yeah, I think that God's really, God's using the podcast. God's teaching me more about him, about Mm -hmm. patience, I'd say a little bit. Like, yeah, and just in general in life, like, you know, with dreams, him teaching me that he's a part of it. That's just, that's really awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I see, just from the outside looking in, it seems like you lean on him, like, quite a bit. On I, I'm obviously not perfect at it, but I no, believe but just that whenever Jesus I, wants us to lean on him. When people look, and so often whenever you're doing the status quo in life, you don't have to lean. Right. When you're... You're in your comfort not, zone. When you're in your comfort zone, when everything is sunny, and I always go back to... When life is rocky, that's when you always pray to Jesus right. more and you need him more. Yeah. And those are the times that you grow because you're being pressed, right. just like how Paul says, I'm pressed but not crushed, persecuted right. and not abandoned. Like you feel and when you're in those low valleys, that's when you're really praying to him the most. And so I see myself whenever I'm going through those valleys. Right. That's where my faith grows exponentially. It's like, Definitely. oh my goodness. And then there's times that it's like I'm sitting on a beach and life is great right. and What's my great faith is, isn't it's there but it's yeah. not being and not being pulled not being strengthened what's great is whenever you're on the beach or in the valley God's with you he wants mm-hmm. to be a part of your life in the good moments where you're chasing your dream and it all's going pretty well surprisingly well but God wants to be with you well he is with you but God wants you to know that he's with you mm-hmm. and he's a part of your life also, whenever your dreams, quote unquote, fail, like whenever it feels like your world's crashing down. Mm-hmm. This might be a a heavy question, but yeah. what do you think God thinks of us, us included, when we don't step out in faith? What do you well, think He thinks? I know. Because I like to visualize sometimes. Yeah. I know He still loves us one hundred percent all the way, but I mean, I think it grieves him a little bit if he's placed something on your heart a dream or a person to show love to like god writes people's names on our hearts 
through the Holy Spirit for us to minister to in love. And if you don't, I mean, it's not like God's going to strike you with a lightning bolt necessarily. I mean, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, but I think it grieves him because you're selling yourself short. Mm-hmm. You know, when you are being kind of like sitting on the sidelines, like saying, I, you know, I don't want to chase a dream, my dreams, or whenever you're at the fork in the road and you just kind of want to sit there and maybe pick up the fork and eat with it, you know, mm-hmm. be lazy. It's like you're selling yourself short for what God's intended and the beautiful things that can come from it. God will still work amazing things for you being lazy and sitting on the side, you know, where you at a fork in the road and you freeze like a deer in headlights. I feel like that's what I struggle with a lot. You get the mm-hmm. fork of the road in life, you freeze like a deer in headlights. But And God works great things still through that, but, you know, you're selling yourself short. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe God likes it when we sell ourselves short. He sees us, you know, we're his children. And I think he doesn't want us to, yeah, sell ourselves short. I, I always go back to that. I think because we are his masterpieces. Right. He sees too. so much potential that we sometimes we don't see in ourselves. Right. That, I, yeah, I totally believe that it grieves him because he was like, yeah. Paxton, you, I see something so great in your future. And I know that there's been people in my life who's like, you have a great future. But yet right. God already knows yeah. what greatness there is going to come if you just follow. And so sometimes it's like you got to take that little step. And, and I think he smiles. I just hope that. Yeah. It's like he smiles whenever people do step out. So yeah. it just gets, yeah. So, awesome. so anything else you want to add or well, anything you want to say? or Nothing wrong with stepping out of comfort zones. Like mm-hmm. part of dream chasing, along with any type of doing what's right, is jumping out of comfort zone. And it's all right to. Comfort zones, I believe, are more like an enemy's tool mm-hmm. to keep us at bay. But we get the privilege to jump out of our comfort zone and find Jesus as our true comfort zone. Uh-huh. When we chase our dreams, when we don't sell ourselves short by staying in the comfort zones, but jumping out, chasing the dream, <clears throat> following God. And yeah, it's, you're jumping out of your comfort zone, but that's all right. Like life mm-hmm. wasn't made to be lived in comfort zones. No, there, there's a line in one of the Christian singers I listen to, Jenny Owens, there's a line in one of her mm. songs is, there's nothing more dangerous than playing it safe. Ah, that's, that's and, cool. I, and I like that. I love that line because it's like, oh my goodness, yeah, playing it safe is so dangerous because mm. we're not meant to play it safe. We're right. not meant to have an easy in life. World. <laughs> no, like we're meant to go out and try to change the world, be followers of Christ, yeah. that... Even though Christ says, hey, the world's not going to be easy, but take heart. I'm with you. Like, my yoke is, yep. He's I'm right the there with you whenever you're going through it. So, yes. Awesome. So, what does any type of music get you going? I'd say I love Christian contemporary music. Mm-hmm. And, like, certain songs, just lyrics is fire me up. Mm-hmm. Like, a certain song, like, Mercy Me. Mercy Me is awesome. New, like, Mercy Me in the past 10 years have kind of, they've been revitalized by the truth of God's word. And, like, they're kind of, they've, they've been through a revival, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And in one of their new songs about jumping, about taking the risk, yep. called Uh-Oh, Here I Go. Mm-hmm. I love the lyric. It says, talking about jumping off and taking the risk, it says, scared to death, but the first time I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something about being alive in chasing the dream God laid on your heart. Mm-hmm. And 
I think that I love how that song just kind of captures that. Well, you might be scared to death while doing it, no. but life's not about feelings. Like, no, and you, you have fit, joy in the midst of, and you actually feel it because so often when you're going through life status quo, you don't have. Right. You're like a robot. Oh, wake up at eight o'clock. Yep, wake, go to school. Wait, wake up at eight wake, o'clock. That's late. More like six wait, o'clock. Some people, <laughs> some people in the world go to work at nine o'clock. Oh I yeah, don't know. But, but okay, wake up at seven, drink my coffee like you, and then go to work, go to school. Oh, get home like. They're like a robot. Right. They're not really living. Mundane. Yeah. And. Yeah, life is not supposed to be like that. Life is supposed no. to be just like Stephen Curtis Chapman, that, like the great adventure. Yeah, like there's you're a beautiful to... adventure with God we're on. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes back to something you said earlier, that I truly believe God doesn't need your podcast. God doesn't no. need my books. He doesn't need us to do anything. Because if he can cause a fish to spat out coins, if he can cause manna to rain down he can create the universe yes like. if he could do that he doesn't need our little tidbits right. but i love how you were saying that jesus is with you throughout it all and i think so often god is like that parent hey i can fix this car i can do the right. lawnmower but hey i want to show you you wouldn't learn anything from yes it. and so so often whenever we're playing around with these dreams it's like god's like hey dude like he's yeah. with us and it's like a little kid helping their parent when they're baking. Right. I don't know, like if you were a kid, make cookies yeah. with your mom. Yeah, totally. She could have did it all herself. Right. Or your dad, but yet yeah. they were there I mean, to help. You were helping. Yeah, that's just one of the best things about God is that he uh, he doesn't need us. A lot of times, I think deep down we think God needs us. Mm-hmm. God needs me to help out at church. God needs me to share the gospel. And while it's great to help out at church, great to share the gospel, great to pursue your dreams, he doesn't need you. I mean, he didn't even need to create us. He was content before time began fellowshipping with you know Father, Son, Spirit, and fellowship with one another. Yet he created us. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to save us, yet he saved us. Mm-hmm. And the same goes, he doesn't need your dreams, but he desires to live life with you. And that, that manifestation of your life and Christ's life put together might be a certain dream in your heart. Mm-hmm. I've been talking with someone and she's been talking about tapestry and how tapestry. everything is woven together. Like yeah. God weaves everything. And so often it's like... That reminds uh, me of a book called Intertwined. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the whole... That was the whole point yeah. of that book, how we're all intertwined. Like, and I think it's just awesome that we're talking now because I remember seeing you, but we never had a connection right. until you stepped out and yeah. was like, hey... Let's have coffee because yeah. I got some questions and I'm like, I don't even like, know who this kid then is. Then you're like, I don't like coffee. Let's go to Cracker Barrel <laughs> or I can get something that's not coffee. And you still drink coffee. <laughs> and you, you drank coffee too that first time we met. Yes, because I was trying to be nice. And then you told me like the next day I was jittery. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. Me and coffee do not go well together. I don't understand that. Coffee's like the best. I work at Starbucks also, <laughs> another context. And I another one of his dreams. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of his passions. I mean, it's fine. I love coffee. As you Instagram, face, Facebook. Photo I haven't done about, that in forever. I know, but you were for a while. I so was. I'm you, sure that got annoying. No, but but people. So that's another way. You might somebody who's listening might have a passion of coffee, yeah, and you can coffee. use that because yeah. other people love coffee. You can find a group that hey, yeah, let's go to Colombia and look at these 
Coffee beans. Columbia, yes. Coffee beans. <laughs> uh, yeah, coffee's a really fun thing. Yeah, but I don't even remember what I was going with. But no, I just, oh, inter- how everything is intertwined. And I yes. think God is so smart to connect people. And so if somebody who's listening has a dream, has a passion, find somehow that you can connect to someone who can encourage you and lift you yeah. up and walk along with you because... It's a lonely road because I know that whenever I was writing, nobody knew I was writing, and it was just kind of lonely. And then I would send off my books and get rejection notices. Mm. But then whenever I released it, and I thought I was going to look like the weird person, which I sometimes still feel like it. A lot of us are weird, but it's all right. But so many people were like, wow, you do that? And it kind of has caused a ripple effect. It's awesome to find people who have similar interests. Mm -hmm. Like, you just talk about books. Like, hey, I'm writing a book. You're writing a book, too. What do you think? Like, you know. And so now that I've stepped out, now that you stepped out, I know people can come to you and ask questions and find that bond, I know, with your co-host. And I know you've bonded with that. So, So I think it's an interesting dynamic that people who are chasing dreams, even though they might not be similar dreams, we can be like, I see that look. Similar, yep. That's what I got. I I see that look in your eye where it's like, oh, they're thinking of something. Because, yeah, whenever I talk with people, you just like, you light up when you talk about your podcast. Cool. You do. And just other other times whenever you talk about your other things. I know. I get get excited. And that's awesome. And I love talking to people about what I'm writing, but I also love hearing what encourages them because then it spurs me on. Because hearing your story, Causes me to be like, okay, I can go home and write a couple more chapters because yeah, you always get to be we're all we're all in there. To do yes, it. just as iron sharpens iron. That's hearing right. hearing your story, hearing other people's stories, it just makes us all better. Mm-hmm. So, well, thanks for doing my this pleasure. It was an honor. It's really fun. So who knows? Maybe you'll be interviewed again whenever you come up with yeah. your next podcast or Maybe next so. idea. Who knows what the future? Maybe you'll comes. be on. We love that podcast again. I know. Yes, so find we love that podcast. You can do listen to it on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, anywhere podcasts are available. So check it out. It's not just nerdy. Even if you don't like Marvel movies or things like that, it's still an interesting because you just hear the dynamics, the laughter, the you hear the bond, the community with these three, four, sometimes four people. Yeah, it just you never know who's going to be on it. So yeah, check it out. You never know. Maybe it's Eric Suddeth. I know. I've been on there a couple of times. So we yeah. let anyone on there. Just kidding. Just <laughs> low, kidding. Low I'm standards. Kidding. That was an low awesome standards. episode. We love Eric Suddeth. Was an amazing episode. Low, low standards, but no. But yeah, check it out. And hopefully, you have been encouraged by this. I know I have. So me too. As always, keep dreaming. It is going to be a good life. Awesome. Thanks.